Welcome to the creative brain of Dean Hawk. Get ready to be challenged, inspired, and equipped to become a better ministry leader. Hey, welcome back to the Dean Hawk Leadership Podcast. This is Dean. Thank you so much for joining us in the month of November. We are back to releasing a new podcast on the 15th of every month. Please subscribe on iTunes. And man, I would love it if you'd go on iTunes and rate us. Well, rate us if you like it. If you don't like it, that's okay. You don't need to rate it. Hey, this uh, uh, month is available at DeanHawk.com is all of our resources are free, but we just finished a fall series called What God Can Do Through You, Youth. And so I just want to encourage you to go check out that four-part series that I did with my youth pastor, some great material to minister to the young adults of your church and build a vision for the young adults among your whole church family. Now, this month, we are going to be talking about establishing core values. And I want to just hit two areas very quick. Establishing core values for your staff and how you are going to um, do, what, how you're going to function. What are, what are you and your team members going to ascribe and, and hold dear that these are the values of how we do ministry? And then what are the core values for your church? And so it was about three years ago in 2018, about this time just three years ago, that we kind of said, we need to shake ours up. We need, a, we need to redo, we let them go soft, didn't really like the way they were. And so we just kind of shook it up and went to a new perspective. And what I want to show you is, if you're watching, a great book that helped us identify this and building our brand is uh, the book by Donald Miller, Miller called Building a Story Brand. What makes your uh, corporation, your church unique? And we might even dive into some of that, but I encourage you to get that book. One of my favorite uh, leadership uh, leads that helps direct that. So when we sat down and began to develop our core values, our core values define how we do what we do. How are we going to function and operate? And we started writing down a list and, and had a list of probably uh, 12 to 15 that I asked the staff to just everyone kind of contribute. And we funneled them down to eight for our uh, staff and leadership team and then six core values for our church. So let's go through the core values for our staff. You might like some of these, might inspire, might trigger something in you. I just want to share where we're at, kind of what we processed, and then these are on our walls in our office. We talk about these on a regular basis, and um, it's just always steers us back. If maybe an employee isn't matching up, we always go back to what's our core values. This is how we function and serve. So number one is lead with integrity. Live a consecrated life to Jesus Christ for others to model. Ultimately, integrity is a victory you win for a value, value you hold when you could compromise it and take the easy way out. We're saying that we want to lead with integrity, that our words and our actions match, that when we say, I'll call you back, I'll respond to your email, that we're quick and we're efficient, and that our words and our deeds match up. Secondly, we want to serve with humility. 
We want to humbly serve our team members, their families, our church family, and then ultimately our community. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life for a ransom for many. You see, when we talk about a staff core value, it begins by serving the team members. Because if I won't serve and watch out for my own teammate, I'm never going to do that for a church member or ultimately to our community. And so that's why we said we begin and we serve with humility. It's an attitude of our heart that we're not too good to serve and that we're going to serve our team members. Then we're going to serve their families. Then we're going to reach to our church family and ultimately out to our community. I love it when a situation comes up that maybe one of our staff members' kids is sick and and uh, uh, they need some assistance on picking up their other child who's getting out of school at the normal time or somebody watching somebody else's kids here on the staff. I love the camaraderie of when our team members help one another out and that we serve each other. Number three is people are priority. It's a core value we hold to. What do you mean by that? People are priority before programs, processes, and tasks. We always make time for people. Never become so focused on the project that we forget the people we are serving or serving with. It's so easy to get in in project process mode and forget that when we're serving side by side, Our ultimate goal is to be developing a relationship, checking in on the people that we're serving uh, around us, and and making that people connection. One of the examples I like to use in this arena is when our, maybe a new guest family is checking in their children and they're trying to figure out and navigate the classes and and they realize that their two children will be going to two different classrooms. Now, the process and the programs would say they need to go to two different classrooms. But people are priority. Children are a priority. And so we're going to just say to mom or dad, which, cl- which would be the best way? Would it be better to move this child up to the class or let this child come down to the class? You get to decide. We're not going to make a rule today because we know that the first time can be a little bit uh, tenuous uh, to a child. And so we want to work with you. Kids are a priority here to us. Number four, a core value of our staff is family first. Marriage before ministry. We never allow ministry to be more important than our marriage and our kids. And so that's where... um, If my youth pastor, if his daughter's got a high school volleyball tournament that rolls into Sunday morning, I fully anticipate and fully expect him to be going to that volleyball tournament on Sunday morning as she's going to be playing for the championship in another city. We believe that family are first. We don't want our staff kids to despise and hate the church and hate God. And so our goal is to always place a higher priority on our families. So example, coming up this holiday season, we have made the decision for our staff, for our volunteers, and most of all, for our kids and families, 
that on December 26th, on that Sunday, we are not conducting any services. My children's pastor and I are gonna are gonna upload and have available a family, a little family sermon at that the family can sit down and just a little teaching time uh, on that post Christmas day. But we just decided that family was more important than worrying about having a church service that so many wouldn't attend anyways because of their holiday activities. Number five is make it better. And here's the way we like to say it. We're just like bacon. We make everything better. And so what we want to do is function with excellence. We want to give the extra 5% to move something from good to great. And the difference between being mediocre and achieving excellence is you. And so we just have this model of make it better. And that means even areas that are beyond us. How can we make our youth ministry better, our children's ministry better, our cafe, our worship services, whatever it might be, our small groups? What can we do to make it better? How can we make our facilities better? And so we're always looking for ways to advance and improve. We don't like to let things become stale and complacent. Number six is stay hungry. We pedal when others coast. It's a biking term is what I'm challenging our staff to is that um, I'll use a great example. A lot of church staffs, staff coast on Memorial Day weekend. A lot of people are off. They don't expect or anticipate people to come because it's a holiday. We actually pedal on, on Memorial Day weekend. We, living in a military community, military city, we place a high emphasis on that day, adding a lot of extra America, honoring our soldiers, honoring those and memorializing those that have given their lives. And it actually is one of our highlight Sundays of the year. We have turned what could be, for many churches, a negative. We've turned it into a positive. And so we like to... Um, um, just just make things better and and however we can accomplish that. Um, and but then as far as staying hungry is where I was at, we believe that healthy things grow and we strive to be a healthy organization, not grow. We believe if we're healthy, we'll grow. We don't pray to grow, but we stay hungry, we paddle, we push. We're not content with the status quo. And so we believe if we can stay hungry and looking and assessing our systems, our ministries, and keeping them fresh, if we're building a ministry of quality, growth is a natural byproduct. A term we use around here is core value number seven, own it. Treat this church, treat this ministry as an owner, not a renter. The buck stops with me. There are no excuses. My word is gold. I'm going to own it. So a lot of times in our staff meetings, an idea will come up, a new ministry, uh, outreach will, will be seen, and the, the word that will be used is, who's going to own it? Who's going to make sure it functions, it's fully staffed, it's, it's overseen, it has the finance, has the budget, has the supplies, and who's going to close up? Who's owning this project? And our last one is number eight, is have fun. 
If we're not having fun doing what we do, then maybe we've lost sight of why we're doing what we do. We want to make serving God, serving in this church, an enjoyable, life-giving atmosphere and spirit. And so I love it when I'm sitting in my my office on a weekday and I hear staff cracking up in the hallway. Um, They've just built a camaraderie. There's an an atmosphere of uh, just fun and celebration. All right. I want to shift over and just give you real quick our six church core values. And with these six, what our goal is, is uh, to go through all six, highlighting one per month. And so we would start in January with our first core value, and it becomes kind of a theme in some of our social media, some of our emails, and just reinforcing here is our core value, and then just shift through month by month so that each core value is highlighted in services, in emails, in comments, in social media, reminding the people of what we do and how we do it. Our first core value as a church for us is to reach, to reach intentionally and to intentionally connect with those beyond our church walls. Jesus said, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. And so it's a passion of us as a church to reach out to our community beyond our church and reach those that are beyond. Number two is to belong. It's a place to call home and a spiritual family to share life with. That's our heart. That's our passion, to build a spiritual family where people feel at home. They feel like they belong. Number three is to partner. This is the term we use for our financial um, uh, our, our, our financial um, partnership, our financial stewardship that we're asking from our team members. And this is where we ask them to invest financially to transform the lives of children, teenagers, and adults. That is why we exist. And we want to make a difference. And the way we can do that as we partner together, bringing our tithes, bringing our offerings, and bringing our gifts to the Lord. Number four is to serve, to become a rock star. That's what we call a rock family church, a rock star volunteer, to become a rock star as you cross the white line on the field and leverage your gifts and talents to make us a better team. We challenge people to leave the grandstands of spectatorship and to cross the line, put on a jersey, find a place to serve, and begin making a difference as we reach out to our community. In 1 Peter 4, it says, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Number five is to grow. We challenge our church to take their walk with God to the next level through daily devotions, attending church weekly, and connecting in a Rock Family Church small group. These three ways, personal, corporate, and in a small group setting. And then number six, we challenge our our members to pray, to unite in the power of prayer and expect the authentic power and presence of God every time we gather. We want our church to be a church of prayer. Our members are people of prayer. 1 Corinthians 4.20 says, For the kingdom of God is not just a lot of talk. 
It is living by God's power. I encourage you to check out the book, Building the Story Brand. I encourage you to talk with your team about your core values for your leadership team, your core values for your church. See if they need a tweak. See if they need an upgrade. See if they need um, maybe a shift. But uh, anyways, check out all the resources that are free at DeanHawk.com. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you on December 15th. Have a great Thanksgiving. God bless you guys. Thank you for joining us today. For a free sermon series and teaching outlines by Pastor Dean, visit us at DeanHawk.com. Be sure and join us next month as we continue our growth on leadership.